So what's up, y'all? This your girl Samantha, and this is my podcast, Naturalize. Um, so how y'all doing today? Um, I'm really gonna kind of just go ahead and jump right into it because it's just one of them days. Like, and I was like, you know what? I have been praying. Um, y'all gonna hear all kind of background noise because these kids is here. Sorry, y'all. I had to go get the kids, but um. I had just really been praying, y'all, about how I wanted to handle this topic because I didn't want it to be messy, but I got to stop. Like I told y'all in the beginning, people's character is going to be their character at the end of the day, whether you choose to talk about it or whether you don't. So I'm going to talk about it because there's other women out here dealing with the same things that I'm dealing with. And in order for generational curses to be broke, you have to be able to feel... As if you can talk about your struggles and be hot, which is humble, open, and transparent. And so that's why, you know, it's a must. And that's why we're jumping into this topic because I'm currently going through the emotions of dealing with this situation. And I have been praying about it because a few months ago when my pastor, who is Michael Todd um, at Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, um, when he was on, his wife was on sabbatical leave. They had another baby. Um, they did a seven, like a seven on seven or something like that. Um, whenever they basically, they just said, help, I'm healing from. And you tell what you're healing from. So that's going to be my topic for today. Help, I am healing from baby daddy drama. Like, I am healing from horrible co-parenting, like, I don't even know. I just say help. I'm healing from co-parenting trauma. That's what I'm going to call it. Co-parenting trauma. Let me write that down. So forget it. But um, I want to talk about it because I have been praying. Well, I just have been praying that, you know, about my situation and just that it just can be something that someone else can be, can use as a tool to maybe help them going while dealing with what they're dealing with. It'll help them go through the motions. Maybe, I don't know, we can lean on each other a little bit more. That's what a sisterhood is about. I should be able to take my burdens to my sister and my sister pray for me just as I pray for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes, like I told y'all, when you don't have enough faith of your own, you got to borrow some faith. And mm. I need to borrow somebody's faith. So, I'm just a real emotional person with this because it is a struggle, y'all. It is a struggle that I'm dealing with and I am praying that I'm really praying that my situation is worked out soon, even if it's not in the way that I want it to be worked out. I'm just praying that God let his will be done, you know? And so, I want to talk about it because I'm a mom of four boys, a busy mom, a single mom. Remember, single moms 
single mom, single father, this is how it's determined. If it's not, it's 50-50 straight across the board from finance to freedom. If you don't contribute 50% in every category, you are a single parent. If that person does not contribute to 50% in every category, you are a single parent. People think that just because they pay child support that they don't have to, that, that's them taking care of their kids. Well, you, that's something you have to answer to to God because if right now God God says to us that we shouldn't be conformed to the things of, in this world, meaning money, conformed by the things in this world, meaning money, money. I'm not worried about what somebody pays for their kids if you don't see them because I'm not the type of person to even... Even go out on a limb and try to take from somebody who who doesn't have. You know, I'm not that's not my style. That's not my style. But at some form, at some point in life, you have to say that you're tired of being the only one making the sacrifices. You're tired of giving all those chances. You are tired of overworking yourself. To so that you don't look like something the world has said is bad. Being on child support is not bad. You are on child support because you cannot take care of your children. You do not come and pick your kids up. You do not contribute to their well-being. So today, it's not even to tell my business because like I told y'all, my business ain't even my business. God already in my business, so it's not even my business anyway. But today, I have had enough. I can't take it anymore. I'm just tired of dealing with someone who isn't sure who they are and have to allow it to stop shifting who God is creating me to be. Like today, for instance, I was here and my kid's father dropped the kids off and before he went to work and said that the kids have, one of my kids have a football game tomorrow in another, in another town and that I need to take him. Remind you, that's not how you inform somebody of something you've known about since Monday. Why do I have to take them when I already do everything else? Why do I have to do that? Why do I have to alter my schedule when you get to just do whatever? Like, I'm I'm so tired of that. And then it went into depth as into him even bringing up who I was in my past. Like, because people will do that. When people can't go where you're going, they'll remind you of the things that you came from. Which consisted of them. Because that's where I came from. And that's not where I'm going. And they are hurt that they can't go where you're going. And I have to wake up. And I have to be. It's not wake up because I'm woke. And I already know that. I know what I'm dealing with right now. But going through the motions. It's not about me. It's about my kids. I don't care about nothing outside of that. Everything that I'm trying to put in place it's for the kids. Anything dealing with a co-parent is just about the kids. And 
until two people are on the same page with that being the principle and the ultimate goal, it's not going to work. It's not. It's full of feelings from people who haven't healed from the things that have caused them pain. And when you have healed, they'll try to remind you of the things that they're trying to heal from. And it's not to say that I don't feel for you or I don't know what you're going through. Because I do. It's just... It's just now your time. You know what I'm saying? And that's not, that has nothing to do with me. You need to take that up with God so that you can be delivered the same way that I can be delivered. You don't have to take your angers and your frustration out on me and my kids. Like, yeah, I'm sitting here crying because it's hard, boy. It's hard. I am a mom. All day, every day. And I don't I don't mind that, okay? I'm a mom because I wanna be a mom because it's one of my it's one of my top goals. It's something that I take pride in and it's something that I know I've been praying about to God because when you're trying to heal from things, from trauma, from a from childhood to adulthood. Trying to find your way, trying to find your purpose, trying to get so deep in with God that nothing moves your spirit when it comes about. When you're trying to do that, I'm just, I'm, I've been praying about it. And I know that parenting is something for me, a top goal for me, a top priority for me. And God will give you the desires of your heart when you are in Him. And Y'all, it is hard, boy. It's hard. Today, I was reminded of everything that I was in my past. And no, it didn't bother me. I am hot about my past. I already know that. I am humble, open, and transparent. I know that. But to use it as a form of belittlement when... Your ultimate goal is the best interest of the kids. It just hit different because it just makes you say, like, you're still mad at me. You're still bitter. You're still hurt from the things that I no longer wanted to be hurt from. And you're mad that I didn't want those things for me anymore. And because I didn't want those things for me, which consisted of you, you're now taking your anger and your frustration out on my kids. You wanted me to take my kid to another town to play football today. I mean, tomorrow at 4. The game was at 4, and my son had to be there at 3. Our Halloween got switched till Saturday. Sunday is Halloween, but the town that I live in changed it to Saturday from 5 to 8. It takes an hour, an hour to get to the town that at least 45 minutes to an hour to get to the town where the football game is scheduled to play, be played at. So I would need to leave her at 2 to be there at 3 for the game to start at 4 and trick-or-treating starts at 5 o'clock for my other three kids. And he knew about the makeup game that's not on the schedule that was sent to me at the beginning of the season. So I knew nothing about the makeup game today. And he did, 
And he's also in charge of notifying the parents of the changes in the schedule because he's the one who, who, who is in charge of that for the town that my son plays for. And because he says I don't go to the games, he didn't notify me. So what he doesn't know is that it bothers me that I can't go to my kids' games. But I can't go because I'm in school right now, Monday through Thursday. And I'm just literally like, and I'm just getting home to do cooking, taking care of my other kids, doing homework, my own homework, studying, giving baths, getting lunch packed for the kids the next day because they have to take their lunch, getting clothes out, and all these things. And I'm doing. I'm getting home at six o'clock, trying to get all these things done and spend time with them prior to bed, and which is at nine nine thirty. And the days that my oldest has games, it's the town that he plays in is forty some minutes away from where I stay at, which is inconsiderate because I don't live there anymore. I don't live over there anymore. But because my kids' father works for that town that's where he wanted to sign them up for sports at which means you should be taking them for your to those sports right but no today it was you need to take the kids to the to the game mind you he signed my other two kids up i have four but my middle two up for soccer which starts at nine o'clock i would have to get up at 7 30 on a sun on a saturday when I have to go to school Monday through Thursday and take care of these kids all week and do all these things for a soccer game where they don't even keep score. And it's you don't come to your kids' games. I know I don't. And it bothers me. I know I don't come to my kids' games, but I also know I didn't sign them up to go play sports 40 minutes away. And I also know that I'm everything that they need me to be throughout the week. I do know that because my kid's father only comes and gets his kids every other weekend. So Friday night at eight o'clock, because that's when he commits to come and get them. Not at four, not while he works at five, not while he works so that I can have a free Friday. No, it's I'll come and get them around eight ish or nine ish. Or if I can't come Friday, I'll have to come on Saturday. And you want to penalize me for not coming to my kids' games when I have been everything, everything for them this week. And in whatever mental state of mind I am in, I have been more than enough. And because you aren't fulfilling things that you set up for them, not me, you're taking it out on me. And as you never go to the games, you're never here. But you never hear that when I say it. You're never even around. Y'all, my house flooded back in August. And it was over 38, probably about $38,000 worth of damages. My insurance covered 10000 of the 38. And right now, my entire downstairs 
looks nothing like it did a year ago when I bought this house brand new. And because of the co-parenting situationship that I have, I couldn't even call my kid's father to come and get them while my house flooded. Because I knew the answer was no, man. Sometimes with that, you just have to go too much into depth to explain your reasoning. And it's, sometimes it's just not worth it. I had to, the one day that he did come, I had to go into so much depth. You got to know the fine print. like. And once I start having to do that, I'm not doing it. Because if I have to tell you about my life, that's just showing that it's not about the kids. And that's not the goal that I have set for myself. Because it's not about us anymore. It's about my children, yo. And I had to call my grandpa this morning and ask my grandpa to take my oldest son to his game so that I could take my other kids trick-or-treat because I am one person. One person. Trying to do the best that I can for real. And I just care about humans enough to know that people are other things outside of kids, okay? I am somebody else outside of my kids, y'all. I'm Samantha. I'm a nurse. I'm a student. I'm a friend. I'm a daughter. I'm a niece. I'm a sister. I'm a godmother to a little girl. And people forget that other people just have other things going on in life. And, yeah, I'm just so tired of co-parenting with bitterness. Today, I was reminded of everything that I probably ever was. Everything. But I had to sit there and remind myself. That people hurt people hurt people, yo. And when you are going through struggles and you are dealing with things and trying to overcome things, you, you, you just, you don't see the other side yet because you're going through the motions. Which is why I try to explain to him why it is so important to just, I don't know, to, to I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I just try to just stay, to stay the course. But when it's not the overall goal for both people, it's not going to work, y'all. He's focused on me and I'm focused on the kids. And I don't care if y'all know him personally. Y'all keep thinking that because these people put on these faces and because these people go to these sacred places that 
they what y'all think they are. I lived a lie for eight years. I'm here to tell you. If I lived a lie for eight years, so did he. So did he. I'm just honest about my eight years. I'm just honest about the things I chose to, to go through. The things I the things I went through, the things I've been delivered from. And now I feel like I am being punished for leaving. Because yo, everything just falls back on me and it is so trash. It is so trash. I have finals next week. Finals. And he won't come and get his kids again until next Friday. And in the midst of that, I have had to call my grandpa, ask him to take my son to his game, and then have to take the kids trick-or-treating. And, which is fine. It's no big deal. But when you want to co-parent and you want it to work, you have to be understanding of, the, of another person, of the other person, that life it's happening outside of being a parent, okay? I'm going through other things outside of being a mother, whether you care about it or not. And I just don't feel like because, because I don't do what you want me to do, that I should be punished. Like, I'm not going to sit here and lie. When I was going through the motions, easy, it's easy leaving, ladies. It's easy leaving. But when I was going through the motions, that's the hardest part. Some days I got so frustrated with how co-parenting was that I was just willing to go back and just suffer in silence. And that ain't nothing but generational curses. Women who stick with their kid's daddy because of their kids. That was almost another generational curse for my family because I almost went back. I'm so happy that I've been set free. I have been set free today. I was reminded of when I wasn't a Christian from somebody who ain't even saved. And I'm just tired of playing these games with somebody who pretends to be oblivious to the things that they know they're doing and to the things that they know they are. Because it makes them, it might make them look bad. They don't want to acknowledge it. Because that it might make them look like what they really are to society. They don't want to own up to it. So today I'm sitting here crying my eyes out. Because I know I am doing the best that I can as a mother. And I'm doing one good, one hell of a job. One hell of a job. And I'm sitting here crying my eyes out. Because I have been set free. But because I am healing. From dysfunctional, traumatic co-parenting. So ladies... I'm pretty sure we'll touch bases on this topic again, but I just wanted to come and be open and transparent because this happened this morning and I just have been talking about it. So I wanted to do a segment, 
sort of like my pastor did with help I'm healing from and you plug in whatever it is you're healing from. I'm going to form an email where it's attached to naturalize where I can get feedback from the public and where I can have other black women submit their stories, whether they want to be anonymous or whether they want to be out in the open, whether they want to come on and talk, whether they want me to talk for them. But I'm going to set up an email because this is a sisterhood and we I know I'm not the only one dealing with this. And I know that culture has taught us to be quiet and to go through it. No. If you want another generational curse for your family, then you be quiet about it. I'm not. So, ladies, this is naturalized, and I just want you to know that help. I'm healing from dysfunctional, traumatic co-parenting. I'll see you, ladies, soon, and I hope that you have an amazing weekend. Hope that your kids have an amazing Halloween, and that it is something memorable for you, and that you guys are safe, and that you are protected. And I just pray that you all have an amazing week coming up next week. I plan to do another um, segment this weekend before Sunday. So stay tuned for that. And yes, I'll see you ladies later. And it's so much love. So much love, ladies. Love you so much. See you soon.